0: trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. New from Moultrie Mobile, the feed hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, You can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The feed hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Hunting Gear Podcast, and today I am joined by Alex Rich, and Alex is one of the lead designers over at Mystery Ranch. And so on this episode today, we're going to talk about some of the new things, new products, and how these new products uh, fared to the market uh, about Mystery Ranch and and some of their new packs. So it's a really interesting question or uh, a conversation. I'll tell you this, man, and I mentioned this in the podcast. I am a huge fan of, and this is this is in no way necessarily a plug, it's more of a review, and so I am a huge fan of products that, you like I'm really hard on my equipment, so when I can beat the shit out of some of my equipment and it still functions year after year and I don't need to buy a new pack or a new pair of boots or a new uh, spotting scope or, or whatever the, the product is... I love durability. I love when, I can, uh, when I'm hard on my equipment and it continues to uh, perform on a yearly basis. That's really what I'm looking for in any said product. And so uh, I mentioned to Alex in this episode that the past two years or you know, three years now, I have literally beat the shit out of my packs from Mystery Ranch and have had very, very minor issues with any of them. If it, well, to come to think of it, probably no issues at all, to be honest with you. Uh, outside of that, it's a really good episode. Uh, before we do get into today's episode, though, we're going to do some, what are we going to do? We're going to talk about Tethered. And so, uh, this new, actually, this new lineup of Mystery Ranch packs that we talk about today may be perfect for a saddle hunter and carrying your equipment back and forth. Uh, So if you're looking for a company that makes a really good saddle, saddle hunting accessories, saddle hunting platforms, and climbing sticks, go check out Tethered's uh, Tethered's lineup. A really, really good lineup of products for saddle hunting. And at the same time, there's a huge education uh, platform that they have created on their website and on their YouTube channels that helps you uh, flatten the learning curve on how to become a, a better saddle hunter. Uh, next, we have Tacticam. Now, Tacticam is one of those uh, companies that really has filled a hole in in the hunting lifestyle. And what I mean by that is people love to share uh, stories, you know, like storytelling is one of the... It's It's a huge buzzword in the hunting space, and so when you can go out and record your hunt and record your what you see, the deer that walk by your your blind or your tree stand, and and you can get the shot on on tape, man, that's really that's a really awesome part of this storytelling that tacticam is able to kind of capture so uh recently tacticam has introduced their new 6.0 version has the lcd screen has image stabilization 4k recording and uh, it it can go on a bow or a gun so go check that out at uh, huntstand.com next or excuse me at tacticam.com uh Next is Hunt Stand, and uh, Hunt Stand is one of the, these hunting apps that just allows you to journal and document everything that you see uh, out in the woods while you're out shed hunting, or, or you're looking for beds, or you're scouting. Like this time of year, it's shed hunting season, and while you're out there, you might as well be doing some scouting. So when you're out there, you need to be journaling and documenting what you see, you know, pinch points, crit crossings, beds, old sign, that kind of stuff. And it also helps you for your like your out-of-state hunts. You can find out where the public land is. You can find access. You can uh, like you can go through all these hypothetical situations like wind direction and so on. Uh, so go to huntstand.com. Read up on all the functionality, and while you're there, check out the new Pro Whitetail Platform upgrade that they have available. And uh, just continue learning about the land that you hunt, and it's just going to make you a better uh, a better hunter. So there's that if uh you guys are so inclined please go to itunes and leave a five-star review about the hunting gear podcast man that would be greatly appreciated other than that let's get into today's episode with alex rich of mystery ranch two one all right on the hunting gear podcast today mr alex rich alex what's up man hey dan how's it going it's been a while man I, I'm trying to think of the last time you were on the podcast. I feel like it was maybe like three ATA shows ago. We sat down with you.
2: Yeah, it must have been just right pre-pandemic. So, yeah, you know maybe January twenty.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And it sa- it sounds like a lot has kind of uh, a lot of things have changed at Mi- Mystery Ranch.
2: You know, a lot has and a lot hasn't. Uh, yeah, I feel like we just have that kind of big skip in the timeline um that pandemic was but yeah. like you know we've been cranking we've been you know working our tails off over here throughout that whole period. Yeah. Um been growing like crazy in just about every market. And I mean hunting's just really taken off for us in the last few years.
0: Yeah. And so uh just a friendly reminder here, why don't you tell everybody what your role at Mystery Ranch is?
2: Oh yeah. Um so I do product design for Mystery Ranch, um primarily hunting and outdoor. Um, but everybody kind of dabbles in all the markets a little bit here and there. Um, so, you know, I've worked on projects from military to well, like firefighting, um, as well as, you know, everyday carry products, travel stuff. Um, but then, yeah, my emphasis is kind of on hunting nowadays.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So when you guys sit down at Mystery Ranch and you you either try to break into a new market, um, because you guys have, for the longest time, were always known as a Western hunting pack. And then you kind of broke in a little bit into the the whitetail market. How do you guys make a decision on to what niche or what market to create a pack for next?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I mean, the, the Western hunting space is like, it makes sense for us, especially being based in Bozeman where, you know, a lot of us here at the office are active hunters. So those, that product development just makes a lot of sense. And it's really, you know, kind of, we are so product driven that we need products that perform in the field. So we have that ability to, you know, go out in the woods here in Montana and use those products.
1: Um,
2: But like I've said, we've been growing so fast in the hunting market. We're, we're looking for other spaces to expand and other, you know, other areas that could use, you know, really well designed, um, comfortable products and white tail space is kind of one that we identified as not having a ton of there are really good products in the white tail space but nothing that carries like a Mr. range pack yeah um so we definitely saw that that was an opportunity um you know to kind of enter in market and then on the product side you know we have to kind of go through the process of figuring out exactly you know what we think we can offer the market what the market might be missing what um, the right product offering is to you know deliver to the customer, you know as well as like you know, kind of just defining why. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, the process, you know, again is a little bit more difficult than you know the kind of natural state that getting the western hunting is. Yeah. Um, but you know, and we're pretty well connected throughout the industry, so you know we make phone calls, we talk to people. Uh, we've got a few guys that you know lived out in Michigan. Um, I think Chris Nolan might have been on the podcast with us last time. Yep. Um, he's from Michigan, so A ton of experience in the Whitetail Woods. Um, so, you know, I'm able to ping off him, like, different thoughts and ideas on you know, yep. how to improve on products in the space.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and, and so you guys kind of identified that you wanted to jump into the Whitetail space, and you did. What did that that initial offering look like as far as the the reaction from
2: the public so we had the space with just one pack um the, you know the feature set was kind of there the textiles were, were developing at the time um, so like the customers that were using the pack really liked it but there's obviously some feedback that we got from that um, then the other challenge that we were having kind of getting into the white tail market is you know we have a ton of brand recognition in the west but when you go you know, in the whitetail woods, you know, not very many people know who Mr. Rant is. That's another hurdle that we've been trying to, trying to tackle over the last few years. like, you know, how do we, how do we drive um, kind of that brand penetration so that people get to know who we are and get comfortable with, you know, seeing our products around and um, kind of familiarizing themselves with, you know, what we have to offer.
0: Do you guys feel like you've got a foothold in that space now? For sure. Um, you know, I think what that, first generation of packs
2: really did was help us uh, to capitalize on those early adopters the guys that are on the cutting edge looking for like the latest newest coolest stuff out there um, and I think since then you know especially this newest our newest release for like um, starting to address the majority of guys um, transitioning from the those like tip of the spear really gear hungry fellows out there and starting to transition to you know the more general population of uh, white tail
0: gotcha Okay. All right. And, and so, you know, I know you guys had some, some new technology. And before we continue on into the, the whitetail, um, the second gen whitetail stuff, uh, I found when I was at the ATA show this year and looked at a couple of your packs, you had this pop-up frame. So what I want you to do is describe what this, pro, this pop-up frame is and the functionality behind it. Totally. Um, so it was
2: actually kind of developed um, a few years back. I was doing a little bit of antelope hunting um, you know, out in the plains of Montana. Mm-hmm. Not a ton of cover. You know, I was wearing one of our bigger pack frames um, you know, that I would use elk hunting or deer hunting, that sort of thing. And found myself like in a prone position or like kneeling quite a bit. Um, And I needed the opportunity to be able to lift my head without being, you know, coming in contact with the frame um, in the back. Yeah. So I thought, well, why don't we, you know, work on developing a collapsible frame system? Um, So that kind of spurred the idea of like developing a frame system. Um, Initially, it kind of folded like a set of tent poles. Um, But we've moved into a frame system that collapses and extends um, much like a trekking pole would. Um, so it's a more of a telescoping system. Right. Um, and again, that kind of initial design philosophy is like, how do we get into a prone position without the frame inter- impeding with our head, um, yeah. but still have that full height of the frame, you know, that gives us the ability to pack out a full animal if we're successful. Gotcha. Um, one of the things that's been really cool about that system though is because it is kind of quirky and it's new, not a lot of people have, like Really looked at it um, There's been a lot of whitetail hunters that have been checking that system out um, You know a lot of saddle hunters or guys that are doing you know, public land hunts where they're carrying their stand. Um, they're using the, the overload system to carry their you know their tree stand or their platform um, You know over several miles, you know in some circumstances on a public land to be able to hang their stand Yeah, um, and then that that adjustable the adjustable frame system kind of allows for you know guys to really customize the height of that frame you know if they're going through thick brush they can have a little bit shorter um or if they've got you know a pretty bulky stand they can use the entire height of the frame to kind of support that system
0: yeah and so is this pop-up system in all of your packs now or, or uh, all of your western packs or just a select few just a select few okay. um it's a it's kind of more day pack oriented
2: um, we haven't put any of our like big expedition packs onto that frame system yeah um so for this year we came out with two new packs on that system um being 30 and 40 liters so gotcha. you know, kind of like that mid-range of day hunting all the way up to um kind of what we think of as late season hunting but you
0: know that 40 liter size is good for a lot of bulky layers you know some extra food and whatnot um, yeah. for those late season hunts okay and so does this pop-up frame then allow for additional load carrying opportunities as well like like rigid rigidness and things like that
2: yeah for sure um so the pop-up system kind of utilizes the same um, overload technology that we use in our bigger packs um it's the same deal you could put you know elk porters or in some cases entire animals um in between the pack and the frame um and then you know weight wise there's not really a good system for like talking about um What some people would call load rating Mm -hmm. um there's just not really a good way to quantify that um you know from pack to pack uh but i've you know thrown an entire antelope in the the overload system and carried that you know a couple miles back to
0: the truck so um yeah definitely able to carry you know north of 100 pounds if you needed to okay and is there any additional functionality with that system yeah um so We've been refining the process, of, or excuse me,
2: refining the system over the past couple of years, and I uh, brought a sample here so I could show you one of the the latest innovations that we've had. Um, so, if you can see on the side here, this is just a little orange tab to help you um, open up that trekking pole kind of telescoping technology, so you can kind of see that frame can oh, extend yeah. and whatnot. Yep. Um, but one of the cool things that we incorporated for this. Um, iteration is I'm to try to get it on the camera there you can see this screw right
0: here on the top yep. on the top that's a core 20 optic screw ah yes yes I re- now i remember you talking about this man that that's badass just that very simple little thing man I, like now it it's almost like and, and correct me if i'm wrong like i still see i still see a good tripod it, it could be necessary but on like a quick run and gun type hunt, that is badass.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, and it was kind of a funny, funny deal because like once I thought about putting that on the top of the frame, I was like, how the heck have I not thought of doing this early? Yeah, Um, because it you know it makes so much sense. And you're you're totally right. Like you can't put a big you know 85 millimeter um, spotting scope on top of that thing and expect it to be stable enough to see for you know long distance. Right. So tripod's kind of indispensable, especially in some of those like longer range Western style hunts. Right. Um, But when it comes to like You know the running gun you need to throw your binoculars up on top of there real quick um you know i've experimented with putting like a just a v-shaped shooting yoke on the top um so for like turkey hunting or rifle hunting yes um you can throw your gun right there on the rest um and then we've even had some some of our early testers experiment with um self-filming so you could screw a gopro right to the top you can put a camera arm on there Um, because it's anything that adapts to that quarter 20 screw can put it right on top of
0: it Uh, and and that's standard in a lot of optics and video camera equipment if i'm not mistaken
2: that's correct um and if if it doesn't have a quarter 20 screw there's a ton of um like photo companies that make an adapter screw right um so you know i've i've started putting like a tripod head on top of there Mm -hmm. um so you can run it just like you would a tripod um you know with quick release plates um and sometimes you need that adapter screw to make it work um but the system sits you know
0: it comes equipped with that right a lot of a lot of opportunity or a lot of possibilities with just a little screw man that's pretty sweet man yeah that's pretty cool and you know i think that kind of speaks to how we approach problems as
2: mystery ranch yeah. you know as a brand is you know we try to incorporate like these little features that you know, are innovative that nobody else is doing, um, you know, we kind of let the customer like use it for whatever purpose that, you know, they can dream up, yeah. you know, yeah. overload systems that way we've, you know, designed it. We originally designed that overload system for, you know, military applications, carrying drones or ammo cases, that sort of thing. Then that morphed into, you know, carrying elk quarters and deer out, you know, but we've seen people carry flats of beer or, you know, <laughs> paddleboard or all sorts of right. random stuff. That, you know bulky items that wouldn't fit your pack Um, right you know so kind of same philosophy with this quarter 20 screw on the top there is like let's put it on and like let's just see what people throw on there
0: yeah for sure so that's cool anything else uh before we step away from western packs anything any new technology or or new packs on the on the western side of things um nothing other than the
2: pop-up system um that was kind of our focus um 423 getting that pop-up system really refined there's a few things you know outside of kind of that new um frame system in the quarter 20 screw that we wanted to work on yeah um one of which was like there were some issues with the bag integrating with to the frame on our past series or past systems of bags there um so we made the frame a little bit taller so those bags really sit nice and tight to the frame um to get rid of a little bit of slop um, okay but you know that's just kind of some of the fine tuning adjustments that we've gotten some customer feedback and you're know, able to improve upon
0: perfect perfect uh let's see here i want to i want to move to the whitetail space now and the second generation of what's the name of the pack
1: Oh, uh, we call it the treehouse. The
0: treehouse, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, talk to us a little bit about the customer feedback from the treehouse that led you or the redesigns that led you to the second generation. Sure.
2: Um, well, a number one glaring obvious was the noise factor. Um, you know, we're we were using a lot of our western-based textiles which mm-hmm. you can get away with being a little noisy, but you know, in a tree stand you know, noise is kind of one of the biggest things that'll betray you up there. Um, so, we worked really hard on developing a new textile that really, you know, kind of tamped down a ton of the noise. Um, so, the other, you know, kind of features that we planned in there were, you know, again, just like direct feedback. We put Molly's, um, like a Molly system that you'll see on like military gear where you can arrange different pockets and stuff on the top of the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we found was most people wouldn't use that they'd be like man it'd be cool if there was a pocket here instead of these pieces of webbing yeah um so we went ahead and replaced that with you know another layer of stretch woven pocketry. um brought all those along too so Perfect. um yeah so there used to be a, a two layers of molly up on top here mm-hmm. but now we went to stack stretch woven pockets so here's a nice big lower one and then a smaller one up top gotcha um Simple refinement, but you know, again, it's just customer feedback. It's like, hey, you know, you guys got pretty close, but if you included a couple of these little features, yeah, um, that'd be super helpful. Okay. Uh, we also included some bungee and some hooks here at the top on both sides, um, that enable you to strap, you know, rattling antlers or you know, some other like small items on top there. Yeah. Um, still nice long compression straps, so if you were to strap a stand to the outside or climbing sticks or camera arms, you have a ton of room to do that with. Um, but we made those straps even a little bit longer than on the previous version um, just to accommodate for some of those bulkier items. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and then try to, get again, get this close up for you. I don't know if you can see kind of the fibers on this text file.
0: Not, uh, not very good, but uh, it's like it's almost like a fleece, right? Or like, uh, uh, what, is, what do they call that? A, a crush something.
2: Yeah, um, so it's similar to a fleece, one of the main difference um, differences that it has to a fleece is all the fibers on this material are straight instead of being napped. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you did go through a patch of burrs or stickers or something, um, this fabric, it may pick some up, but it's very easily brushed off because those fibers are straight. Right. Whereas on a fleece, because the fibers is napped, um, those burrs will want to hook in.
0: Um, and then it's just a pain to pull that stuff out. right. right. And that um, was so going, yeah, that was gonna be my very first question because on on the Gen one, which I have, and I uh, used for the since I got it like three years now, uh, it is a badass pack. I, I love it. And so when, first off, when I heard people say it's too loud, I was like, first off, I said, you're ridiculous. It's not too loud. And I actually liked the material that's on it because it didn't pick up that many burrs because that's where I hunt, man, in that thick, nasty stuff. And so when, when I saw it at the ATA show this year with all that, all that fleece on it, my mind instantly went to, yeah, it's great. It's going to be quiet, but now it's going to pick up a whole bunch of junk. So it's reassuring to hear you say that it's, it won't pick up as much as you think. And if it does, it can be basically combed right off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, uh,
2: was a huge consideration on us developing this textile too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've got a couple gold retrievers and picking birds of those things is the day of my existence. So, <laughs> right. Right. Um, making sure we had a textile that, you know, a bird could e- easily be removed was really important. Mm-hmm. Um, the material is also a laminate, so there's a, a backer material behind it, so it's totally waterproof. Um, probably even more waterproof than some of the other um, textiles that you've seen our bags in previously. Yeah. Um, so, because that was one of the other concerns that some guys had when they saw this material, is like, man, that looks like it'll just get super heavy, you know, in the rain or if it gets wet. Mm. Um, and the fact of the matter is, is since it's lined um, in in that laminate form, it doesn't really absorb a ton of water. Uh, Yeah, You know, beat up on the surface, you will get a little bit of water that kind
0: of collects inside of those fibers, but it won't, it won't penetrate the fabric. Right. So on the, on the G on the first gen, the one that I have, there's, I don't know if it's uh, a frame system in there that keeps the pack open. Uh, and, and mm-hmm. wide is that same technology and the ability to z- unzip it and fold it all the way out in this second gen uh, model as well um so for this season we've done two new um sorry two sizes okay um so in
2: the larger size you still have the ability to unzip yep. um, and it has those stays in it that prevents the bag from flopping all the way open and it stays at a nice nice open angle for you yep um without yard sale and all your stuff on the ground yep um uh, but the smaller version we we got rid of the zippers um to, and you know and this is the smaller version that i have here um and it's it's a pretty small package yeah so we we felt like the need to have those zippers was a little bit um it was a little bit too much going on with that small system okay um uh, so we got rid of those zippers. And then the other primary difference between the larger size and the smaller size is the larger has um, the adjustable yoke system in there. Um, whereas on the smaller size, we got rid of that to save a little bit of weight. Gotcha. Because um, you know, with the smaller size pack, you have a tendency to carry a little bit less weight. Mm-hmm. So the comfort you know, that's built into that adjustable yoke system isn't as necessary. Gotcha. Um, still a very comfortable pack to carry um, you know, and again on that larger system, you still get that adjustable.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Uh and so what are the sizes of these two packs? Uh the larger is thirty-eight liters and the smaller is twenty. Gotcha. All right. And so uh so far, have have these already been in introduced to the public or is that something that's coming this summer?
2: Yeah, they came out um fall twenty
0: two. Fall twenty two, um, okay. All right. Yeah.
2: So some dudes already picked them up um and ran them all season. Um Gotcha. And then a little teaser and um, for
0: fall 23, we've got a couple new packs coming out too. On the whitetail line? On the whitetail line. Gotcha. Yeah. So what was, what was the customer reaction uh, for the, the fall 22 release?
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help.
2: address some of the shortcomings of the previous version gotcha um you know a lot of the things that we got right we maintained tweaked a little bit of the feature set um to make sure that we we're kind of hitting the mark um from some of the feedback that we've been getting um so i think product wise you know these packs are pretty darn close to i wouldn't say perfect but like really functional really dialed in for the user um you know and like i was speaking to before and you know now it's
0: just getting a brand name out there and getting getting packs on people and um you know seeing where we can go with it yeah absolutely and so i'm going to throw a compliment your way this really isn't a question but one thing i really respect from any company uh and any product is the style of hunting that i do and i i beat the shit out of my equipment and whether it's uh uh binocular or it's a pack or it's boots or it's my bow I I really am hard on my gear in all the different terrains that I hunt and so when I can say I have like a pair of boots that's lasted me four or five years or a pack that's lasted me three years or you know a trail camera or something whatever whatever the product may be uh, I, I, that makes me very happy and it it's hard for me to step away f- from that product to go t- Uh, test out another product when in fact uh, I'm so I'm happy with the performance and the functionality of said product so I will say this the two packs that I've ran uh, for the last handful of years have been the Metcalf and the the treehouse right the treehouse right correct right And, and I have beat the shit out of those two packs and there's there's really nothing wrong with them and so i i will say just kudos to you guys like that that makes me personally very happy well thanks man yeah
2: we definitely take pride in like the, the quality of acts that we build um yeah. you know i mean we we have like a pretty comprehensive you know material testing situation here um we have one guy that works for us it's a mad scientist and loves to rip things apart so yeah. um he you know, he kind of holds the feet to the fire when it comes to the durability of new products. Um, so whenever we're rolling out something new, he tries to tear it apart
0: um, just to make sure that we're holding that standard. Yeah. Uh, you know, super durable and quality goods. Yeah. And so you mentioned there's some more packs coming out this fall. Uh, any teasers that you can share with us of, of what kind of demographic or what kind of hole they're going to fill? Um, yeah, they're going to be uh,
2: even a little bit smaller than the current um than the 20 that i just showed you yep um you know without sharing sharing too much uh, they're going to be a little bit more versatile and maybe addressing different species um other than just whitetail gotcha um so yeah some kind of cool innovative stuff
0: um definitely keeping the ear to the ground so out. so i'm gonna just i'm gonna i'm gonna judge this next you don't have to answer but I'm going to judge it off your reaction. So it might be worth you being straight faced and not like, and, and using your poker face here, but you mentioned other species in this white, you know, you, you talked about whitetails. then you said other species. Are, are we going to see a Turkey hunting bag from mystery ranch?
2: I, I don't remember saying
0: turkeys. Okay. You don't remember seeing turkeys saying turkeys. Oh, saying no, no, you didn't say turkeys. I'm guessing that there's potentially a pack. From Mystery Ranch, that's going to be a turkey bag.
2: I'll, I'll just say not specifically. Okay. It's for the it's for the whitetail hunt.
0: I got you. Okay. All right. So okay. fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I tell you what. Any anything else exciting, new uh, that you'd like to share with us, or any uh, uh, any direction on where the next uh, line of packs is going to go for Mystery Ranch? I mean. Other than the little teaser that I already gave you, I mean, um,
2: what we're really doing here, you know, at Mystery Ranch, we've been doing for the last 20 years. Yeah. Um, We try to come up with cool stuff every season. Um, You know, unfortunately, it's not like brand new suite of packs every year for hunting specifically, but like, you know, we're coming out with some really cool stuff in our outdoor lines. We're coming out with new stuff for, you know, military and fire. Um, so we're, we're always just trying to push the envelope on, you know, innovation um, when it comes to packs and carrying gear. Um, yeah. And there's, you know, there's stuff in the hopper for, you know, Western hunting for whitetail hunting. You know, there's, there's some cool stuff coming down the line.
0: Perfect. Well, Alex, man, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to hop on and, and share this information with us. If people want to find out more about mystery ranch, where do we send them? Mr. Ranch.com. Perfect. Perfect.